a shot of wrestling. Episode 64. And away we go. I but their freestyles and some come strutting and hitting the attitude adjustment. Brothers of destruction, undertaker change. Sit in the fire or get cool like Roman Brand. Give this dude love and you got my back. Man, you're so kind and hit that cactus jack. It's Patty Yag, the face that runs the place now. So phenomenal and I'm breaking the walls down. You're about to get hit. We going off the script. If you don't submit, you get hit with the super kick. We talk at WWE. It's a shot of wrestling with MJP. Well, enough is enough, and it's time for a change. Hello, and welcome to episode 64. Of a shot of wrestling. I am your host, MJP. And no, Green Man is not here this week. He had some unexpected parental duties to attend to. So as we expected, he is not here. Y'all better get used to that. But he told me last minute, so I was not able to procure a guest this week. So... Fortunately for me, unfortunately for you, I'm flying solo this week, and there is kind of a lot to get into. This past weekend was Owen Hart's birthday, my man Owen Hart, one of my top five guys of all time, and you know, Green Man might be here, might be here for the anniversary Owen Hart's death. But he's not here for Owen Hart's birthday, so we're going to celebrate Owen Hart tonight. As we all know, he tragically passed away. It's going to be anniversary couple come a couple weeks. I think it was 29th. But let's not focus on that. Let's focus on the positives this week. It's Owen Hart's birthday. Happy birthday to the late, great Owen Hart. Uh, we're going to play clips, a couple clips from his classic promos. One of them involved Raw on December 15th. Of 1997, and that's what I'm watching tonight on the uh, studio big screen. So we'll see if, if I interject with some random comments about shit that happened 20 years ago. Uh, you'll know why. All right, this song's over. Let me lower it a little bit more. But uh, I, I learned a fun fact is that did we all know that Triple H has stated in several interviews that the game. Uh, Nickname that, of course, he would adopt and make famous months actually, months after Owen Hart's death, in fact, was actually intended for Owen Hart himself. The game, uh, Owen Hart. Um, no, I did not know that. I learned that recently. Triple H would go on to adopt that moniker in honor of Owen Hart. So that's a little uh, BTS behind the scenes info that I was not aware of. Maybe you guys were, but I am not. Maybe like guys like Andy Lee was. Not Andy Lee, his boy Danzo. What's up, Andy Lee? How you been? I heard you had a green man on the uh, Ring Rats podcast this past week. Glad he shows up to your show. But anyway, we got a lot of news to get into. So let's get into those. 
since I am alone this week, flying solo, like I mentioned, there is somebody, I believe, who wants to join us. Let's keep that tradition alive. Mike, down at the bar. Are you there, buddy? Well, well, well. Look who it is. My good old friend, MJP. Long time no speak. How you been, buddy? You know, not bad, not bad. Same shit, different day. Been a long, rough week. Yeah, Star Wars, you haven't gotten to you in a while. You know, we had a contest. Yeah, I know. And somehow, by fluke, by accident, by chance, by luck, Green Man won again. So we, uh, he's been in the studio the last couple weeks. We haven't had time, really, to throw it to you. You know, I never, I never got my chance to audition for co-host. Yeah, I know. That's my bad. But the shit got crazy. It was very busy. And then we had the... Uh, Voting coming up. It was just a little bit chaotic. I am so sorry we never got a chance. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's all right. I understand. There's no one wants an old guy on their show. Totes understand. See? No. Picking up the lingo. No one really says that anymore, buddy. What you mean? I just learned it from a couple kids here at the bar. Kids? Yeah, know what I mean. Anyway, I would like to tell you, I don't know if I told you before, it's down at the bar, but I did vote. Uh, and I did vote for that guy, Andy Lees. He was very entertaining. He was very knowledgeable of what he wanted to talk about. And they know he was, you know, he was funny. He added some humor to the show. So, so you're saying I'm not funny. Oh, I don't add humor to the show. No, don't, don't get your panties in a knot there, buddy. Don't get your panties in a knot. I'm just saying it was different. It was a little more humorous. I chuckled a little harder than usual. So, or as they say, huge. So, first of all, no one says that. So you're saying I'm not funny. Is that what you're saying? Uh, Anyway, this week, Sean, as you said, you're celebrating Owen Hart's birthday, right. also known as The Rocket. So, this week's shot is known as The Rocket. Happily named. What, what's in it? You ready for this, buddy? Yep. I know yous are a big fan of the Red Bulls. That's true. So, I got the shot just for you. And the good thing about this shot is it could also be a drink. Oh, cool. So, are you ready? Yep, let's go. Here we go. 1.5 ounce of vodka of your choosing. How you doing? 0.5 ounce of blue curacao. How you doing? 0.5 lime juice. How you doing? 1.5 ounce of the Red Bulls. How you doing? Now, you shake all the ingredients with ice. Don't forget the ice. Of course. Except for the Red Bull in a shaker. You shake it, shake it, you strain it, drain it into a glass with the bubble, and you shoot it. Shoot it. Or some cases, drink it. Sounds good. Actually, that sounds pretty damn good. I know you would like it. You gonna bring any up to the studio? My friend is already on the ways. Perfect. Who's called Megan? She's not working tonight, so I apologize. It's going to be Christina. All right. Not bad. Not bad. I look forward to it. You're going to enjoy it. You are going to enjoy it. Do you want a shot or you want the drink? Tough question. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. YOLO. Give me both. YOLO? What? What? What's this? I guess you haven't gotten to that terminology just yet. No. Guess not. I look forward to finding out what it means. Anyway, buddies, it's kind of busy down here. So okay. next time Green Man's not here, you let me know. I will come up and do the show with you. You know what? You got it. You know what I'm saying? You only live once. You know? That's right. You only do live once. That is a great saying. Did you just make that up? Yeah, I just did. Pretty cool, right? Pretty deep shit. Yeah. I could see that on a fortune cookie soon. And if you do, remember where you first heard that. All right, Mike. That's right. Thanks for the shot. Can't wait to try it. No problem. Let's get to uh, a lot of news this week. You know, we'll see you sometime soon. Take care. Yeah, two million likes. I'm coming. I'm coming. Oh, nonsense. 
It's in the news with Michael J. Putty. You know it. Like I mentioned earlier, I am watching a Raw from 1997, December. That's The Rock with a nation of domination. Which also made me just wonder, where would The Rock be right now if he did not leave for Hollywood? If he stayed in the WWE? Would he still be around? Would he still be involved? Would he be retired? I wonder what The Rock would be doing right now if he was not a Hollywood actor. Huh. Curious. Anyway. Let's get into some news. Speaking of The Rock. You know, as we all know, even before there was a Hall of Famer in the White House... There was talk last couple years of The Rock making a run for the White House. And as we all know by now, since Donald Trump's proven that someone with a sports entertainment background and zero prior political experience can win a national election, folks around the country are seriously talking about The Rock becoming commander-in-chief. Well, a new feature in the uh, latest GQ magazine isn't going to squail speculation either. Asked if he would really give up his acting career where he's become the highest paid movie star on the planet for public service. Um, He not only answered... In the affirmative, but tried to give an answer that indicates he's not only answering the question, but he's answering it in an affirmative, which indicates he is not taking this as a joke. He said, and I quote, I think that it's a real possibility. A year ago, it started coming up more and more. There's a real sense of earnestness, which made me go home and think, let me really rethink my answer and make sure I'm giving an answer that is truthful and also respectful. I don't want to be flippant. We'll have three days off for weekend, no taxes. While President Rock is still probably a long shot, not because he won't win, but I think, and I'm pretty convinced here that he has a time, but he is way too smart of a guy to take this job on. Because this... You know, he's doing well now. He doesn't need this job because if this job, you know, half the country is going to hate him. I, I uh, don't honestly think he's going to run. It'd be cool if he did for this show. Give us something to report. But it's certainly a thing people are going to be talking about. So see, he's a Republican and Trump's a Republican. So I don't see him contesting the incumbent. But you never know. Because Trump sucks if he won't be impeached by then. So we'll see what happens in 2020. We'll see the, definitely see what happens in 2024. But would you vote for The Rock? Dial it up. 619-343-3005. In other news, 
Braun Strowman is currently suffering from an elbow injury that is expected to keep him out of action for the next several weeks. Strowman will soon be undergoing a minor surgical procedure in order to fix his issues. Following the procedure, Strowman will be out of action for approximately four to eight weeks. This amount of time means that Strowman will unfortunately miss the upcoming Raw quote-unquote exclusive Extreme Rules event, but should still be back in time for the Great Balls of Fire event, where he is expected to face Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship. In other news, Roman Reigns was supposed to move on to a feud with The Miz after his final bout with Braun Strowman at Extreme Rules. Now that Reigns is without a rivalry due to the injury, the Miz feud is going to be moved up immediately. Our sources, he's not here, my sources also mentioned that the original plan was for Roman Reigns to win the Intercontinental Championship from The Miz with the idea being that when Roman Reigns challenges Lesnar at WrestleMania 34 in Orleans, the Universal Championship will be the only championship that he has not won. The Miz has an Intercontinental Championship match next week against Dean Ambrose. However, as of this recording, it is not known if the WWE still plans to make the Reigns-Miz feud an Intercontinental title program. In other news... Dave Meltzer is reporting that WWE officials held a meeting sometime this past week regarding both the Universal Championship and Braun Strowman. He noted that WWE is hopeful that Strowman will be able to return to action by this coming July. Currently, the general consensus is that if Strowman is only out of action for about a month, then his scheduled match against Brock Lesnar at Great Balls of Fire won't have to be put off. However, on the other hand, if Strowman is unable to return at the time of this match, then the top two individuals being considered as his replacement are Seth freaking Rollins and Finn Balor. This would then leave Strowman versus Lesnar to be pushed back until SummerSlam. In other news, Jim Ross has announced via his official Twitter that he will be calling the recently announced and recorded United Kingdom Championship Specials alongside Nigel McGuinness. And that the episodes will air exclusively on the network. And I quote, I'm excited to announce that I will join the talented Nigel McGuinness to broadcast the recently taped WW matches for Norwich, England. And these bouts will air on the network very soon. Happy for this opportunity to call bouts involving new wrestlers for me and a new broadcast partner will freshen up all the facts and facets of this process. WWE has other bookings for me as well and we will announce them when they are completely finished. So, quote unquote, business is picking up and I am happy to say that. In other news. Yes, it is. Because Triple H was recently inducted into the Boys and Girl Club of America Alumni Hall of Fame this past week, which took place in Dallas. The Hall of Fame honors distinguished people who get their start, who got their start 
at their local Boys and Girls Club. He enters the Hall of Fame amongst six other inductees, including WNBA star Scholar Diggins, Major League Baseball Association excuse, Executive Director Tony Clark, Dallas Cowboys tight end Jason Witten, star Blackish Anthony Anderson, and Dr. Dante Loretta, and Dr. Philip Schein. He joins Vince McMahon, who was actually inducted into the Hall of Fame back in 2015. In other news. Well, enough about Triple H. Stephanie McMahon spoke to the mirror while she was in the UK. When asked if she returned to an in-ring performer, she said, and I quote, I absolutely love the in-ring performance aspect of what we do. It's such an honor to be able to get in there with some of these performers and actually take bumps or tell a story of a match. I'm not necessarily the best, but I do love to get in there. So if there's ever an opportunity again to do that and to help you know somebody make someone else better, then I would absolutely welcome it. Uh, so we'll see Stephanie McMahon soon. One can hope. In other news. According to a report by TMZ Sports, the real deal Titus O'Neil is being sued by photographer Donald Anderson after a prank on WWE Swerved went wrong back in 2015. It was an electrical shock prank that O'Neill had a target of, and after getting zapped, he was the target of, and after getting zapped, he kicked the camera out of Anderson's hand. Anderson says that he had major damage to his hand, fingers, and wrist, and is looking to get more than 1.2 million in damages. The suit has been filed in L.A. County Superior Court and the documents have been obtained by TMZ Sports. We here at A Shot of Wrestling will, of course, keep you updated. In other news. My girl Emma apparently has suffered the injury bug yet again as she was injured during a live event in Liverpool. There are no details as of this recording on exactly what happened, but she did injure her shoulder during a spot with the boss, Sasha Banks. The referee threw up the X, and medical personnel came right away. Uh, Emma tweeted the following, and I quote, Just a little unlucky. Thanks for all the messages. Waiting to see what it is. And I believe I saw on Snapchat slash Instagram today, she went for the MRI. So fingers crossed, Emma. Get well soon. Well, Abel's favorite show, Lucha Underground, had their commentator, Vampiro, recently sit down and he did an interview with Interactive Wrestling Studio. On the return of Lucha Underground Season 3 on May 31st, he says, and I quote, I think everybody's kind of waiting on it. Not everybody. You know, you know what I mean? That's such a cool vibe around the show. After such a long time, people are getting used to the idea of what we are we are a tv show based on wrestling and there is going to be a season split i think in this day and age it is refreshing to have that the other companies that are going strong you know you really don't mind if you miss a week or two or even even a month it's almost too much sometimes to have us come back we're going to keep people ready for it, it is pretty good feeling we're all motivated. Yeah. So those of you who watch the Lucha Underground are excited for May 31st. And if you are, dial it up. 619-343-3005. I don't watch Lucha Underground, so please share your thoughts on that product. In other news. 
Well, we reported last week, maybe two weeks ago, that there are going, there are plans to turn Charlotte face, as we all have seen in the past couple weeks. Well, there appears to be a great deal of opposition in the East regarding the idea of turning her face, as some officials believe that this may not be the right time for a heel turn to take place. There is a possibility that Flair may not only may remain as a face for a short time before she is eventually turned heel again, which I mentioned, I think when we first reported this is what she is fit for, built for. She's a better face uh, heel than a face because like most people, she's a boring as a face. By the way, how are your thoughts and feelings on Charlotte being a face as opposed to a heel? Dial it up. 619-343-3005 and we'll play your thoughts and comments next week. Well, the rattlesnake himself, Stone Cold Steve Austin, talked on his podcast about the backstage segment where, you know, he ran over the Rock's car with a monster truck. Iconic classic. We all know it. Austin stated that while he was in the truck, he was waiting for the show to come back from commercial, and there was a feeling like he was going to pass out from the fumes of said truck. He says, and I quote, it was about a three-minute commercial break. Wait a minute. So the whole time that people are in the back and at home watching the commercials, he was inside a truck, I'm sorry, I'm inside a truck breathing methanol and alcohol fumes. I could barely breathe. I was just begging for the show to come back on air so I could charge out of the audience, into the audience and get a breath of fresh air. I'm breathing all these exhaust fumes. Motherfucker, I was going to crash that gate doing 98 miles per hour and go and take my own cue and haul ass into that arena if they hadn't cued me when they did I was about to die in other news told you I was watching that Raw from December 97 well my man Owen Hart just came out to face off against Vince McMahon in one of his epic promos the birth of the Black Heart stay tuned we'll play the clip for you coming up Linda McMahon has made the news again. We recently report, reported here on the show that there are plans to produce a biopic of Vince McMahon titled Pandemonium. WWE Studios is reported to also have involvement through Michael Lindsay, Lunusi, who will serve as one of the producers. Well, Linda McMahon recently said that she has doubts the movie will ever be made. And I quote, I've heard rumors of the movie and I'm not sure that the movie will ever the light of day. I for one fucking hope so. In other news, the WWE Network will reportedly be getting into its very own game show business later this year. The show, which has already had its pilot episode secretly filmed back in March, has been greenlighted for a full run. The company has toyed with the idea of a game show in the past, but never made it into a reality until now. The show comes in concept is not known but I do know it will be hosted by R-Truth great fucking fantastic another game show yours truly MJP has to get on to May 9th 
marked the 15th anniversary of the Animal Batista's debut in the WWE. Vince McMahon himself acknowledged this milestone, wishing him a happy anniversary on Twitter, saying, and I quote, 15 years ago today, WWE unleashed the Animal Dave Batista on the WWE Universe. Happy anniversary, Drax. Well, oh, well, oh, well. Batista responded saying, and I quote again, I still have a fuck ton of unleashing left in me. Thanks for showing me the world, boss. Hashtag Dream Tracer. So I don't know about y'all, but I am hoping and praying this means we will see the animal again in a WWE ring. I don't have a problem. I'm a big Batista fan. So his return is going to be, as the Miz says, como dice, awesome. In other news. According to Dave Meltzer, Hayiri Hojo of the Japanese World Wonder Ring Stardom promotion will be heading to the WWE Performance Center soon. Hojo announced her departure from Stardom earlier this week. She had been with Stardom since 2012 and was considering and was considered to be one of their top stars. She has reportedly signed a three-year deal with NXT. In other news. All right, next up is a long story I took out when I thought Green Man was here, so I put it back in, so bear with me. Sun recently appeared on the Wrestlingist. I did this again when I read it for the first time. It took me a couple times. Here we go. The Wrestling Ingus. The Wrestling Ingus. Here it is. The Wrestling Ingus show. And covered a lot of personal topics, and they covered that. I'm just give you a quick synopsis on her relationship with Shawn Michaels. She says, and I quote, listen, when we were together, we were together, like, for almost an entire year, hooking up and dating and traveling to Jamaica and everything like that. He didn't even know his current wife. They weren't even friends. They weren't, you know, they weren't even acquaintances. So why would this be hurtful towards their marriage? This is from his past, from my past. That had nothing to do with his wife. Lipstick was his fetish, and that's what I wrote about. It's kind of funny too because he likes to smear it all over your face. And the problem with red lipstick is that it stains. So, like, my entire face would be stained red for the rest of the day. It was terrible. Sean was a horn dog. Like, you know, he instructed me to wear short skirts with no underwear on me. So it was like easy access this would happen like four times during the day and at the arena and then back to, and then back at the hotel that night it was crazy seriously he was like an 18 year old kid from high school he just couldn't get enough well on Sean not liking her quote unquote friendship with Bret Hart she goes on to say and I quote Brent and I were like really good friends he used to share my locker room and on the road because he hated to be in the same locker room as all the guys. Sean and Brett, of course, like never liked each other, and I was very good friends with Brett Hart. Nothing physical like ever happened with him and I. We always just really been good friends. So we we're just really good friends and Sean hated that. Sean? The whole time I was with Sean, he used to tell me, I don't like you being friends with him. I don't like him being in your locker room. I don't like this. I don't like that. And I was like, we're just friends, and that's it. We're just friends. She goes on to say that they actually did kiss. And 
during this. I'm just friends with this guy. Bullshit. I've heard this story before, and it's not true. So, shit happened with her and Bret Hart. Hashtag Team Shawn Michaels. In other news. That was not bad. Well, in a video posted to the Bella Twins' official YouTube channel, Nikki Bella confirms that there is going to be a book written and offers some details on the secret project. And it sounds like it will be a collaboration with her sister, Brie. She says, and I quote, Brie and I have forever wanted to come out with a book, and we were offered a book deal like a long time ago, but I was kind of like, what? My life? My career is just getting started. I just kind of felt like, hmm, I felt like I want to write a book when I'm 60. Not now. There's so much more to accomplish. There always will be. So we had said no like a long time ago. Gosh, what was that, like two years ago? But I'm excited because I've been writing because like, I'm like, I don't have to just do a memoir. I can do, I can definitely share stories, but I like really want to do something that empowers and like inspires people in other news that may be a shitty sony impersonation but that was a spot on nikki bella impersonation i just played it back close my eyes can tell was me you're not getting needs a little work i'm getting better speaking of the bellas as we all know the big news story this week was that brie bella and daniel bryan have finally welcomed their new daughter Barty Joe Danielson into the world. She weighed 8 pounds, 10 ounces, and was 21 inches. Bree said, and I quote, There is no better feeling in the world than meeting your daughter. I can't even express the overwhelming joy and love that Brian and I are feeling. Now, we know what parents mean about the love you feel when you first meet your child. Thank you for all your thoughts and prayers on the safety of Birdie coming into this world. WWE further reports that Brie gave birth to Brie Joe at 11.58 p.m. on Wednesday night. Well, on behalf of everyone here at A Shot of Wrestling, which is just me tonight, we would, I would like to offer my congratulations and wish them nothing but success on their journey on becoming new parents. Congratulations. Well, that's all of it for news. My throat's a little parched. That shot was fucking damn good, though. I should have gotten a drink. Like I said, it is Owen Hart's birthday. Let's play a clip of what I'm actually watching just now. Uh, The birth of the Black Heart. This took place on December 15th, 1997, which is just a month, not even, after Bret Hart left for WCW after the infamous Montreal Screwjob. Owen Hart was coming into the crowd, making a scene, making some chaos. And this was him finally in the ring, Confronting Vince McMahon. You won't think I owe you a apology. I don't owe you a thing. I'm sick and tired of trying to please everybody else around here. And the stops right here. Now, my brother, Brett, and Nightheart, and Bulldog, they did what they had to do. And now it's time. For me to do what I have to do, and that is remain right here in the World Wrestling Federation. It's been nine years breaking my back day after day to earn a reputation in this company. And nobody, and I mean nobody, is going to run me out of this company. And you know exactly who I'm talking about. 
Oh, yeah. I have a real good idea who you're talking about. You're talking about self-professed showstopper, right? You're talking about the icon. You're talking about the WWF champion, Shawn Michaels. And isn't that really what it's all about, Owen? Huh? Isn't that what this whole thing's all about? You attempting to gain the only title that's eluded you in your career here? It's all about the WWF title, isn't it? How stupid are you? Is that what you think this is about? You think I give a damn about a worthless title? A piece of leather with tin on it? This is real life, Vince. This is real life. My life. My, my respect. My dignity. And McMahon, don't you get me wrong. I'm not asking you. I am telling you exactly what I am going to do. And that is... And that is make Shawn Michaels' life a living hell. A lot of that going around these days. I, I know what Let you mean. Let me tell you. you. Listen to me for a second. You can call me the sole survivor. You can call me the black sheep. I really don't give a Uh-oh. Not good. Language. This is not a game. This is real life. And you started it, and now it's time for this little nugget to end it. A shot of wrestling presents Raw and SmackDown here and here. Well, well, well. Um, that was a clip from Owen Hart we just played before he got into Cheers and Heels. And I, I played that clip several times, listened to it without watching it several times. And it's interesting for me to note that I did not edit that. When he cursed, they bleeped him out. But however, when he said other things, they muted him. So there was like two or three mutes of dead air for like a split second. That was not me editing it. That was him not bleeping but they muted him. It was weird. And I just understand what he was saying. Why they muted some things and bleeped others. It was pretty interesting. But anyway, Raw happened this week. First thing I noticed was that this is the first time in recent memory that I can remember that Raw took place in the O2 Arena in England, but there was no decorations. There was no Britain taxi cab. There was no phone booth. There was no cop car. There was no British decor. There's no uh, United Kingdom Union Jacks on the side. There's there no indication that, that this took place in England aside from them matching it nonstop and this crowd acting like a United Kingdom crowd. But other than that, my thoughts on Raw are this. move on to Smackdown no clearly the A shell the better shell of these two boom I gotta chill something you know I gotta chill these line of promos 
Yeah, cheering them because she looks smoking hot. Looking very sexy, dancing on that chair. Gotta heal it because I don't wanna I don't wanna see this for 17 weeks. Like they did with Emelina. Week in and week out, they're giving me coming soon. Start giving me a countdown. Give me a date. Give me a time. Tell me that backlash. Hell, even money in the bank. Just give me a time. Give me a place. Keep playing them. I don't mind watching them. I just need to know that it's not going to last for 17 weeks. She has a hot dog. Smoking. And it is live video vignettes instead of the pictures Emelina had. So I'm hoping that it means that she's coming sooner than 17 weeks. Uh, I got to cheers my boys, the fashion police. Rizdango, Fashion Files, being an ongoing thing. It's it's comedy gold. Those of you who don't think it's comedy gold, uh, I don't know what you're thinking. Make sure you dial it up, 619-343-3005. Let's debate this because um, there's some funny one-liners in there. It wasn't as funny as last week because last week was new and fresh. Um, question, for those of you who want to play along and answer this, um, why were the Ascension in a small ass locked room together with a chain in their hands? Theories? 619-343-3005. I'm curious what you, uh, what you think. Going to big, big time heel, Sami Zayn. And this is not the first time they've done this before with Sami Zayn, being that awkward, weird guy when it comes to teaming with others and he just... Talks too much between these two guys, his partners, and the guys leave. It's just very uncomfortable. I cheered. I healed the first time it happened on Raw. Now I'm healing it now on SmackDown because it's just stupid. It makes no sense. I don't... Sami Zayn sucks. He has no personality, no charisma, and this isn't helping. This is not what we want Sami... Give him personality. Give him charisma. You know, this ain't it. Heal my man Mojo Raleigh. You know, WrestleMania was over a month ago, a month and a half ago by this point. And what, maybe this is the second time we've seen him with the Andre the Giant trophy? You know, when Cesaro won, when uh, Big Show won, and when Baron Corbin won, they had the trophy at ringside each and every time they wrestled. Um, But come on, man. there's He's not wrestling, I guess. I guess it's not really his fault, talking it out loud. But yeah, I totally forgot he won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. There's no mention of it. There's no trophies. And he had the trophy backstage with some kids into the sticks with the kids. He finally talked about the trophy backstage on Talking Smack. Something I felt should have been on the main show. But yeah, he's not doing anything with this push. He's not doing anything with this rub. Come on, man. Cash in on this rub. Take the trophy with you. I don't know what to say. I guess like I said, it's not his fault. He's not getting matches, but come on. Do something. Don't be a bust. Uh, anyway, my final cheers for SmackDown. It's a badass Usos promo. Another another awesome promo. Once the Usos turn heel ended up on day one-ish, shtick, that persona, that attitude, they've been on fire. And for those of you who may have missed it, like Green Man, I got the promo for you. Let's play it. Monkeys in the booth. Play it. You got to win tonight. You got to win. But you look too excited. Because me and Usain come out here for all that. No, no. We ain't going to rush the ring yet. We ain't going to rush the ring yet. 12 days at Backlash. 
These tag titles could be yours, Zeus. Ah, but that ain't gonna happen like that, see? No, but what is is gonna happen is that that backlash in 12 days. You getting beat down. In 12 days. You getting knocked down. In 12, 12 days. You getting stomped out. In 12, 12 days. You getting slapped too. 12 days. You getting clapped too. 12, 12 days. days. You better watch each other's backs. In 12 days. Hell, you can tan each other's backs. In 12 days. Shave each other's backs. 12, 12 days. days. Wax each other's backs. 12, 12 days. days. Rub each other's backs. 12, 12 days. days. Kiss each other's back. 12, 12 days. days. Lick each other's back. 12, 12 days. days. Paint each other's backs. 12, 12 days. days. In 12 days, you better have your mind right, Breeze Dango. Hey, they can't ooze because in 12 days, they about to feel these little hairs standing behind their neck, and they gonna feel these goosebumps running through their body, and their head is on a swivel because they feel like somebody creeping behind you. No! It's not paranoia. It's a ooze. Oh! Now we'll just watch a backstage clip between DX, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and China. And you know, we all know by now, Triple H was involved with China. And as many of us know, that China became smoking hot during her Playboy days. But Triple H was with her when she looks not attractive. So you think when Triple H saw her in Playboy, she was like, "Damn, she's hot!" Or I hit that. Man, I wish I could still hit that. What do you think Triple H was thinking when he saw China, in, hot China in Playboy? Dialing up 619-343-3005. I'm curious. It's not a gimmick. It's not a shtick. I'm curious. What do you think Triple H was thinking? But anyway, let's get into some ratings. This week, Raw drew an average of 2.696 million viewers. This is down from last week's 2.87 million viewers, and it is the lowest audience Raw has garnered in 2017 for the second week in a row. Last week, it broke the record. Now, this week, it broke the record again. However, with those low-ass ratings, Raw was, Raw was number two on cable for the night in viewership falling behind the NBA playoffs. Raw was number four in the 18 to 49 demographic falling behind the NBA game. Something called Street Outlaws. And of course, the perennial Love and Hip Hop. Like, do you anybody watch Love and Hip Hop? I thought it was like a dating show, but it's constantly number one in the 18 to 49 demographic. If you watch Love and Hip Hop, you know, dial it up 619-343-3005. Enlighten me on what Love and Hip Hop is. I have no clue. Green Man has no clue. I already asked. But yeah, Ross. On to SmackDown. SmackDown actually managed to gain some viewers after falling to its lowest audience of the year last week. This week's episode drew a 2.348 million viewers. This is up from last week's 2.3 million viewers. SmackDown was ten in, number 10 in viewership. For the night, falling behind the NBA playoffs. Inside of the NBA, my girl Rachel Maddow. That's probably my fault. Uh, Tucker Carlson, Hannity, The Story, I never heard of that. The Five, never heard of that. All In, never heard of that. And Special Report, which could be a lot of things. SmackDown Live was number three in the 18 to 49 demographic, falling behind NBA games and inside the NBA. Raw went down to its lowest. SmackDown came up from its lowest. So it's kind of surprising that SmackDown was able to 
draw in more viewers this week on a taped episode while Monday's lost viewers. Um, there's got to be a message there somewhere. Hashtag Smackdown's better. And of course, let's not forget the Lone Sheep's Impact. Impact drew a 309,000 viewers, which is up from 260,000 viewers from last week. That's a big jump. That's 49,000 viewers. Impact Wrestling came in at number 113 overall on cable for the night in the top 150, which is up from... 121 from last week, which is up from, I think, 140-something last week. So, Impact's on the rise. So, if anybody watches Impact, 619-343-3005, they're obviously doing something right. They're not garnishing a fraction of what SmackDown and Raw are uh, garnishing, but their numbers are climbing steadily over the last couple weeks, ever since I started uh, recording the Impact ratings, and I wonder what the fuck's going on. So if you watch Impact, like I mentioned several times, if you watch Impact and you listen to this show, you don't exist. But if you happen to exist and watch Impact and listen to this show, you can be a big star on this show. 619-343-3005. And that's it for Raw and SmackDown because both shows sucked. SmackDown was obviously the better. I can't imagine Raw, anybody liking Raw this week. Raw was tough to watch. If I don't have much notes on the shows, I fast-forward them. I watch it from start to beginning, and I just fast-forward and see if anything catches my eye again. I got bored watching it on fast-forward. So that says something. Yeah, Raw sucks. I can say that because Green Minute in here. That's all I got. Let's go into our second Owen Hart clip. It was right after his feud. At WrestleMania 10 with Bret Hart, he appeared on the Heartbreak Hotel on April 16th, 1994. <clears throat> Excuse me, let's try this again. Pause for editing. April 16th, 1994. I watched this clip. I watched a couple other Heartbreak Hotel clips, and it just reinforced how awesome Shawn Michaels is. He's very funny, very charismatic, played the character well. Heartbreak Hotel is probably one of the most underrated talk show segments they had oh man it was great ah it was so great take a listen it's an honor to be here with you at the heartbreak hotel and you know what heartbreak you're right i am skyrocketing straight to the top and i'm happy to say that brett i did exactly like i said i would I've earned the recognition. I've stepped out of your shadow. And there's only one more thing that I want to do. And that's take the World Wrestling Federation title from you, Brett. Because at WrestleMania 10, I did exactly like I said I would. I beat you. But as fate would have it, on that same given night, you went on to win the World Wrestling Federation title. But what about me? Where does that lead me, Brett? I beat you fair and square, and I'm the man that should be the World Wrestling Federation champion. Well, Owen, you know something? Your brother, being the excellence of excuses, came out here last week and said that it was just one match. It was just one night. And now that he's the World Wrestling Federation champion, that somehow things are different and you cannot accomplish 
what you accomplished at WrestleMania 10. Look at Brett, if you're coming up with excuses, I know you're scared. I've known all along you're scared. I did exactly what I said I would, and you know I'll do it again, Brett. But this time, you're right. There's a lot more at stake than just your pride, Brett. I've already humiliated you. I've already beaten you. But this time, the World Wrestling Federation title is at stake, Brett. And when we meet, and believe me, we will meet again, Brett. I will beat you, and I will become the World Wrestling Federation champion, brother. Hitman, the rocket is revoking your security deposit. Turn out the lights. It's checkout time. I'm still watching that Raw from 97. Degeneration X, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, completely destroyed Legion of Doom, along with the help of two relatively new guys, the New Age Outlaws. And they did that thing where Triple H held them for a powerbomb, and all four other guys helped them powerbomb through the table, a la The Shield. Now we know where they got that from. So, that's all I got. Let's, uh, uh, Green Man's not here, so we can't get into that, uh, Pussy monologues, like you said last week, whatever the fuck that shit was. Still don't know what the hell that was about. And no one called me to order Domino's, so I was suffering through it just as much as you were. So that's nothing left to do with, but to do it, let's get into some voicemails. So I was kind of sick this past week, not feeling too great. Work was very crazy as well, which did not help matters. And like I mentioned earlier, Green Man was busy with his kid and his new nephew. So we were not really promoting the dial-up segment that much this week, and it showed. We have two voicemails this week, so thank you for those two call- who called in. I've not listened to them yet. I have now chosen to listen to them live on the air with you so I can get my raw reaction. Let's get into uh, caller number one. Hello, Steven. This is, this is the law of this. You, you did a little work in my house about six months ago. Uh, I was just wondering um, when you're going to come back to finish fixing the toilet. Uh it's a lot of work. I have to go to my neighbor's house to use the bathroom. Um, I, I wish you would call me back. Um, it's Dolores again. I'm on uh, 27 Jerry Lane. Um, when you get a chance, please just call me back. Thank you. So that clearly backfired. Uh, maybe I should listen to them and screen them because that obviously was a wrong number uh dolores i hope you find steve and get your bathroom done please let us know what's going on 619-343-3005 let's know what happens uh and our last voicemail this week 
Michael J. Putty, Green Man, you know who the fuck this is. This is Andy Lee with the Ring Rats with a Z. I've heard the rumors. I listened to the show. I heard that nothing happened and piece of shit. And let me clarify, I did in fact say nothing happening piece of shit. Mr. Moneybanks challenged Andy Lee. He challenged the Ring Rats. He challenged Danzo. Michael J. Putty, Green Man, I have one question for you guys. Wasn't there already a competition? Didn't already win? Didn't already wipe the floor with his fucking ass? Fuck you, Mr. Moneybanks. Go run to San Jose, whatever, nothing happening, shitty town you're in. You got laughed out of New York. You got humiliated. You lost the competition in just a degradating fashion. Mr. Moneybanks, I don't have time for your little bullshit. Go watch your stupid wrestling show and fuck off. Challenge not accepted. Later, green man. Greenman's not here. Once again, I don't know what Andy Lee's infatuation obsession with Greenman is, but I'm the one who invited him into my studio. I'm the one who gave him a shot at the fucking go-ho search. I'm the one who informed him that he had won, although he ignored me and gave me a result live on air. So I don't know what this infatuation you have with Greenman is. I didn't get invited to be on the Ring Rats with a Z podcast. Greenman did. I didn't get invited to do some shtick next month with you guys. Green Man did. Yeah, Green Man, you know, I'm boring. I'm not entertaining as Green Man. But, uh, you know, I know what this obsession is. You guys want to talk it out? Want to come on this show again and work through your emotions? I don't, I don't know what's going on with you and Green Man. If you want him, you can take him. Obviously, that's what you want. You you want Green Man on your show. Take him. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Next voicemail. Oh, fuck, that's right. No voicemails. That's the end of the show, I guess. I have nothing left to discuss. <sighs> Great song. But yeah, so that's it. I'm done. Time to go home. Hope there's no traffic. That's it. You know, not that much news happened this week. Nothing happened on either show, really. And not many voicemails. So that's the end of the show. I think it's our shortest show of all time. It's we're at fifty-four minutes. Probably should have chalked up some more Owen Hart promos. I did not expect that. I should have because Ross sucked. Did I mention that already? Last week, Green Man should be back in studio. They're going to uh, go home for Backlash, which should be good. Much better than Payback. Couldn't get any worse, right? And we look forward to next week's show. Make sure you dial it up, 619-343-3005. And I look forward to next week's voicemails and see uh, how much more Andy Lee can phone over Green Man. Look forward to it. So for myself and... Myself. Oh, what does Greenman say? This show is for the fans, by the fans. Uh, it's a shot of wrestling on Facebook, a shot of wrestling on Instagram, shot of wrestling. No way on Twitter. Could get one more character, man. Oh, it so sucks. I'm so pissed. That's it. Make sure you dial it up six one nine three four three three zero zero five with any thoughts, any comments, any questions. Uh, we usually try to promote 
the show and give you a topic to talk about. You don't need a topic to talk about. Call in anything. Like Dolores dialed wrong number. Pull, uh, pull Andy Lee. You know, get hard over the green man. Well, that's it. Inbox at Shadow Wrestling if you don't want to hear your voice on air. I don't blame you. I don't want to hear mine either because mine sucks, but the card I was dealt. So until next week, now I can officially say it. Putty, yep. Baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs>